welcome to episode one, oh my goodness, of the Lesser Known Works podcast. This one will be quick. Before I start sharing audiobooks with you, which is what we'll be doing mostly on this podcast, that will happen soon, I promise. I thought it would be fun to share some public domain pieces that inspired Lesser Known Works. Um, and maybe in the future, I'll introduce some other pieces that I love and adore and want you desperately to know about that are all hiding in the public domain, just waiting to be discovered. <laughs> but today's episode belongs to L.M. Montgomery. It was her short stories that inspired lesser known works. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm pretty embarrassed to admit this, but here it goes. Not too long ago, really not too long ago, I claimed myself as one of the biggest L.M. Montgomery fans ever, ever, ever for the simple and single fact that I've read and reread Anne of Green Gables, her, <laughs> y'all, her most notable work. I do this a lot. I claim myself an expert of a certain author because I've read a single book of theirs multiple times. <laughs> yeah, not an expert, y'all. Though I have read, I have read Anne of Green Gables a ridiculous amount of times. I don't know, once a year since I was uh, 10, maybe. And I'm 33 now. So let's see. Oh, <laughs> that's actually not a lot. <laughs> uh, that's 23 times. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm here to remedy this false expertise that I've given myself and explore her work more thoroughly. So as I mentioned in the introduction, Ellen Montgomery wrote and published over 24 novels. Yeah, that's definitely more than one Anna Green Gables. 500 poems, 100 miscellaneous pieces, like, I don't know, essays probably, and things like that, and over 500 short stories. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot. She was working with early 20th century technology, too, so that's pretty impressive. So out of the 500 short stories she wrote and published, I've read recently maybe 10. <laughs> so, you know, I'm slowly working my way to becoming an expert. But I'm going to share with you the three that I fell in love with instantly and, like I said, inspired lesser-known works. I really think you'll love them, too. Some of them will eventually be recorded, maybe actually all of them, as an audiobook for lesser-known works. But for now, I'll just introduce you to them and tell you where you can find them, because if not, that would just be an awful tease. <laughs> Short story number one is an invitation given on impulse, which is a mouthful, um, but oh, it just, it's perfect for the story. This is an ode to friendship and specifically an ode to how healing friendship can be to the soul. So Carol Golden is as sunny and lovely and charismatic as her name suggests. She's a student at Oakland School for Girls. Her mother has granted her permission to invite one friend to her home for the holidays. She knows exactly who she'll invite, but instead finds herself in a battle with her conscience about who she'll bring on this holiday adventure. <clears throat> it's really quite funny and relatable. It's wonderful. I love the story so much. Kindness matters is the message. <sighs> Beautiful and necessary. I think any young human, gosh, inhuman, ought to read this story and be inspired by unlikely friendships. It's a quick, 
10, 20 minute read. Uh, so much fun. All right. So the next one is the jest that failed. So unlike invitation given on impulse where kindness is the motivation. Uh, yeah. Mean spirited girls aim to prank Grace Seely of Pisant College. I think it's Pisant. Watch that be something French and I completely butchered that. <laughs> anyway, just as the title suggests, meanness does not prevail. Yay. Montgomery does a great job of showing her readers just how contagious spitefulness can be. So much of what one girl says about the other is echoed almost word for word by another, and they just build off of one another. It's the whole misery loves company thing, I think. So cruelty isn't original, and therefore it is mocked in the story. One kind and courageous soul saves the day for Grace Seeley in a romantic way. Ugh. The unexpected takes center stage in the story of a mean joke gone wrong. So basically, freshman Grace Seeley receives an invite to the Pisant College to their senior prom by none other than the school's most lovable young man, Sidney Hill. <laughs> what a hunk. <laughs> Sidney, however, did not send this invite. As the mystery unfolds, a new friendship begins. A handful of goodies and baddies make the story so well-rounded and fun. It's a perfectly lovely story with an ending to satisfy. Also a very quick read, like 10, 20 minutes. <sighs> so fun. All right. I think I saved the best for last. <laughs> Definitely saved the best for last. The letters. There is so much oh, beauty and emotion in this short story. It's one of the longer ones. Probably it will take you 30 minutes maybe if, if you want to spend some good time with it. <laughs> so the story feels really complete and satisfying. Whereas, you know, some short stories feel like they end so abruptly and kind of leave you wanting more. That was invitation given on impulse for me. I just wanted more to the story, even though it does end well. And the story has a conclusion. I just wanted more from them. I don't know, <laughs> but not this one. This story is a Prince Edward Island version of <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. It's the Frasers versus the Shirleys. It's a sweet, sweet star-crossed lover story. And if you love writing letters, receiving them, all of that, this will speak to your heart. The plot twist or big reveal is definitely for the main character and not really meant to surprise the reader at all. Like you've seen the story, read the story a million times. There's no surprises. So here's the synopsis, basically. Isabel Shirley has been raised to hate the Fraser family. She's an only child, a bit neglected, maybe a whole lot neglected by her father. Um, her mother is gone. She loves her father, though, despite everything. I mean, everything. And he's her whole world. Until she meets a handsome young man in the woods, my favorite trope ever, who later she finds out is actually the son of her enemy, Alan Fraser, of course. Well, she vows never to speak to him out of loyalty to her family. So years and years go by and Isabel's worst nightmare comes true. Her father dies after a long battle of recovering from an injury. So Isabel is heartbroken and is in the depths of despair. Trigger warning, it is extremely emotional. So if you have a young one, maybe you kind of read along with them. Use your discretion, you know, the, what's best for your children. 
Um, but one fateful day, Isabel receives an anonymous letter that encourages her to be brave and keep going and keep living despite her grief. She continues to receive these anonymous letters full of life and a love story blooms. Oh, it's such a beautiful story. One that you've read many times. Just the difference is these two characters are so dynamic that you can't help but fall in love with them. They feel new, even though the story is very old. Um, it's wonderful. These letters will encourage the most heartbroken of us. I sent this story to everyone. When I found it, I wanted everyone to read it. Like I printed it out and I mailed it to my friends like Deanna in Pennsylvania, Elizabeth in South Dakota, just all of them. I was just like, I really need you to read this story. I don't know if you've ever read this one before, but it's so good. Um, and so it really did spark lesser known works, which was originally meant to be a place to share my favorite stories with my closest friends, but you know, why not share with everyone <laughs> and maybe make some new friends in the process. So anyway, each of these stories can be found in the public domain for free. You can read them right now. Par Project Gutenberg is where I originally found the works. Um, it's got a great database her whole collections there, tons and tons of books. Um, probably all books that are in the public domain, I think, are in Project Gutenberg. Anyway, so if you wanted to read more of her collection, her short stories, they're all there. But I'll link these three specifically for you in the notes. Please reach out if you have any questions about it, how to download, or if you just want to say hi. <laughs> you can reach me at hello, so H-E-L-L-O, at jhbratloff.com. So that's J-H-Bratloff, B-R-A-T-T-L-O-F, as in frank.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a chance to read these short stories. Until next time, all the lovely things, J-H. <laughs>